What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the mic. And welcome to another episode of Motivation Monday, where we answer all of your questions. You know, we have some real talks about life, fitness, and get fired up for the week. So this is a place to be. We're glad you're here, tuned in, and listening. And as always, we're going to start it off with some killer quotes. I'm going to let Kyle go first here. So I just realized I need to chug my Starbucks drink because it's 1.22 p.m. And I always say I don't drink caffeine past 12. So I'm living on the edge right now. I'm just going to be chugging that. So that way I always say, you know, don't drink caffeine about 10 hours before bed. And I firmly believe it. But right now I'm breaking my rule and uh, I'm super fired up. So my quote for this week is, if you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. And this was from Theodore Roosevelt. And I just thought this was so awesome because we always go back. Like I always hear different versions of this, like, you know, don't be the victim and like um, things don't happen to you, but they happen because of you. And these are things that we've lived by for the past like seven years now, I guess you could say ever since we started hearing it. But I thought it was a really unique way to pretty much say that you're always responsible for everything. And even myself, like I'm known as like Josh calls me the the Grandino. So I can get like, so my last name is Grandin. And anytime we used to play pool, I'd always get super lucky. I get lucky for so many things. When I, when I enter somewhere, somewhere like a competition, when I go to the casino when I go to hit a pool shot I always get super lucky but I always get super unlucky so even this past uh, week I decided to jump off uh, a bridge and cliff and you know kept my Apple watch on and it fell off right away and it's like there were so many things that I just like sat there and I was like man um, you know I was distracted because of this person or because of this and I was taking care of that person but at the end of the day it always comes back to you and uh, or I guess in this case me and it's a good reminder that you know just things don't happen to you they happen because of you and uh, it's always good to uh, be accountable for that. Yeah, there's one motivation video I love watching. I try to, I pretty much watch it every Monday on the way to the gym. It's just been one that has continually, uh, you know, left me really fired up and motivated. And it's just Will Smith. Um, interestingly enough, like he's a great speaker. You know, he's the last guy I would kind of think of when I think of speakers, but it was just absolutely amazing. And he was talking in the video how fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but it's true. And it, that just really hit me, right? Because it's so easy just to assign fault, right? Like even in Kyle's situation there and anyone's situation, it's, oh, I'm overweight because, you know, my parents always kept junk food in the house or I I can't go to the gym. My work's too crazy, right? Like, but when you take responsibility and when you like make it about you and you make it and you make your life as things that you can solve, that you can change, that you can adjust, you know, just by being responsible, it just goes such a long way. So, you know, once again, this is like a little bonus quote to add on to what Kyle said, but fault and responsibility do not go together. That is definitely something to keep in mind. And, you know, for me in particular, it's just such a beneficial thing like it's so easy you know i'm late uh because there was construction you know but it's like i didn't look it up on my map ahead of time to make sure i'd be there on time like if you just look at it as you're in control we we talk about this often but when you feel in control of your life you feel good right because you know you have the ability to change that result for the better right when you feel out of control of your life and you blame everyone else and you know you put all of your problems as you know the reason for your problems is other people past relationships um, past traumas you know past failures 
all these things. Like I'm not saying these things aren't important. It's good to always reflect on them. But when you can kind of say, you know, what was my role in the situation? How could I do better? Or how can I use this tragedy or horrible thing that happened or the situation to make me stronger, to grow and to keep at it? And, you know, it's just definitely something we're really, really big on. And that's why we tend to keep finding quotes we love that really kind of come around to that. You got anything to add there? No, no? man, that was well said. Yeah, I'm pumped for yours because I got some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, too. It's, it's funny. We both had we both wanted to add on to each other's quotes. We probably should have switched, but that's not how we do it here. You know, we keep it real. We both come in with a quote that we like. But uh, I just thought this is a really simple one, but a really uh, beneficial one. And that is be tolerant with others, but strict with yourself. And the reason I love this one in particular is I think it's so easy to, uh, you know, like kind of look to other people and go, oh, this person's bad with this and judge and do all these different things, right? Or just have crazy expectations of other people. But and then the opposite to be so tolerant with yourself, you know, to not implement it. Like you always hear too, like, you know, do as I um, say, not as I do, right? Like it's so easy just to say what to do or look at someone and go, oh, they should do this instead. But, you know, when you're tolerant with other people and you have understanding, you know, that's just going to make you feel better. It's going to make them like you more. And, you know, the person you should be strict with is yourself, right? Because you're in control of yourself. Ain't no one else is moving you or manipulating you. You know, you have your life, your destiny, and, you know, that's where you want to really make sure you're on top of that. But I, I know Kyle's going to go off on this one, so I'm going to hand this over. Yeah, so I think, like, the thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately as I've just been kind of just, like, spending time with myself, like, whether it's running or lifting or whatever it is, like, I just started thinking about how important it is to be honest with yourself, and I think I got it from, like, David, one of David Goggins' motivational speeches where he says, like, most people are just, like, too easy on themselves, and, like, if you actually look in the mirror and you're just, like, like, what type of person am I? Am I someone who holds my promises? Am I someone who actually takes action? Like, you know, instead of kind of, like, sugarcoating, I think we can be so, like, especially because we're surrounded by so many people who are just, like, even if you're, let's say, potentially overweight or unhealthy or you have these, like, really bad habits, like, people will lie to you no matter what. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, one day you can start working out again. And like, at the end of the day, I think if you can actually like look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, at the end of each day or at the end of each week and just be completely honest with yourself in terms of like, okay, am I actually doing, are are my actions lining up with my goals? Am I actually following through? Am I actually taking myself seriously enough? And like, I've had to start having some harsh reality, not even harsh realities, but just like trying to be like as honest with myself as possible. Be like, you know, cause there's so many things like we can fake a million different things. Like, you know, whether it's going to the gym, like nobody's going to care truthfully if like I go to the gym or not, or if I'm like going out for my runs or if I'm doing my mobility. So I really have to start to be more strict on myself to be like, yo, like you need to do this because at the end of the day, like no one's going to hold our hand. And I just think too many people are like easy on themselves. Like it's like you look at a week and then Sunday comes around and you did nothing that you were supposed to do because you know, there's no one there who's just like, yo, like Kyle, you need to be doing this. Like you should be doing this. I think that's where coaching comes in handy because we can be completely honest and transparent, but you know, just I think being more strict is such an important thing um, and uh, it's something that I'm trying to be better at and it's just it's that accountability mirror like when you look at the mirror like what do you actually see do you see someone who anyways I could go off for days I just thought it was a super a super great quote absolutely yeah, I love that uh, kind of jumping into uh, weekly thoughts and recommendations you know 
good one I have is track your weights, you know, track the weights you're lifting in the gym, uh, track anything that you want to improve. Even I've had some clients, you know, like say a lot of thoughts. I'm like, you should journal, you know, like let it out on the paper, see how you feel. But, you know, I swear when you write something down, it becomes a lot more real and you become more accountable to it. Uh, so even myself, like my gym situations changed so much as uh, a lot as our COVID restrictions have changed. So now I really know what days I'm in the gym, you know, what my routine is and just made myself a killer new routine. I'm really excited for that. And, you know, I wanted to come out just you know with a great intensity so i got back to using the app rep count you know that's one we like we have no affiliation but i find it's pretty decent you can also use your notepad or you can also just you know write on paper anyone's fine but it is so good when you write it down because you know when you look at it the next week you're like oh i gotta do at least this or i gotta challenge it or i gotta get one more rep or i gotta improve a little bit and you know it's easy to overlook these small little micro improvements whether it be a rep or adding 2.5 pounds or anything like that but improvement is improvement and you know when you're able to get it you should definitely lean into it so that was just one thing that was on my mind yeah what gets track gets managed and even kind of adding on to what josh was just saying like you know um one thing that i started realizing lately because i do write down my goals daily but i i realized that it's been great like to write down my monthly goals and that's something i've always done but i started writing down like my longer term goals and i find that i'm just like more fired up each day to kind of think of like different things like three months from now three years from now um i've got some goals for when i turn 30 like what i want to achieve so it's been kind of more like more motivating i guess you could say just like each morning not just writing down like the the you know of course having the monthly goals is super important because that's the most important, right? It's right in front of you. It's what we want to tackle for the month, but the the yearly or the five-year down the road goals have also been firing me up. So I've been, you know, just implementing that. It's been helping me a lot. Throughout goal the day. setting is massive. Yeah. You know, a lot of my friends that are kind of lost or they're like, you know, how do you do it? Like, what do you recommend for me? And time and time again, one of my biggest pieces of advice is just have goals, right? Like, you know, law of attraction, whatever you want to call it, all those things, you know, when you're constantly thinking of something, I know I spoke to, uh, about this last week or the week before, you see it more, you know, I mentioned like, if you just went and bought a Toyota Corolla, you're going to see Toyota Corollas everywhere. It's like, they just start appearing more, right? But if your goal is like, I want to be super fit, I want to achieve this, especially when they're tangible goals, right? You're going to start making sure your actions fit that, right? You know, if it's like, oh, don't want to skip the gym today, but you know, your goal is like some big, crazy thing. You're like, I can't, I need to get there. And yeah, I'm really, really happy you brought that up. That is a big one. I was looking through my wallpapers this morning and uh, I found that I had a Jeep Trackhawk um, uh, three photos that I had as my my screensaver for a few years ago, which was pretty cool because it's the vehicle I drive now. It's like, I feel like having that, you know, you just kind of always have in the back of your head. I'm like, this is going to happen no matter what. Um, I just thought that was a really funny, uh, fun fact. Yeah, even for me, you know, I remember ever since I like high school, way, way back, I always joked with my friends like, Never really cared for cars at the time. Me and Kyle got super into them recently. But I always said I wanted R10, which was like a Audi R8, um, an R1 like motorcycle, and then a Ford Raptor. Not that I have an R10 or anything like that, but I had an R6 for a while, which is really cool. That got stolen. But I just got R8, which is really, really fun. And it's cool to see like... I definitely think that played a role, right? Like in the back of my head, it's just something I always wanted to achieve. And, you know, I think having these big goals can fuel you to have big actions and to do great things because if, I feel like if I had very small goals, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to help as many people as I've been able to help right now and to kind of see, you know, my communities grow and to see more people just 
you know, getting better results and moving along their fitness and health and happiness and just being able to unlock that for people, especially people who said they tried everything, they've wasted money before, they've been with ineffective trainers. It's just great to turn that around for for people and really help them, you know, realize the full potential of their journey. And I think that's a perfect segue into this week's client shout out. Yeah. So basically we have Justice and man, he's been an absolute killer. I've been saying to quite a few of my clients lately, it's just, it's so incredible. You come in, you trust the process, you do everything right. I don't think there's been a missed day on this spreadsheet. Actually, no, there's been two missed days, which is pretty freaking good for 16 weeks. Um, He started at 195 pounds and now he's down to 165. Um, 30 pounds in 16 weeks, perfect. You know, literally put on little bits of muscle as you can tell here and there but above all I think it's more so the confidence that has been established Um, we are finishing the cut and he is with me for quite a few more months now and we're going to transition to a bit of a reverse diet and start focusing on some muscle gain so we're going to try to stay mid 160s while building him up um, and trying to put uh, you know just um, feed him a lot more which is always everyone wants right um, but anyway so it's been incredible you can see the transformation on our uh, instagram at colossus fit and i did ask him um his top five quotes what i loved is he said one of uh, his favorite um words of uh, like his favorite quote to live by was tnt today not tomorrow and i thought that was so cool because once again when we ask our clients for their um their 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 things that have contributed to their transformation this comes right from them like we literally text them and say hey can you share with me your top five tips and he's like i've just been living by this like today not tomorrow you know just take action now not tomorrow not say oh i'm gonna do my my workouts tomorrow i'm gonna do this tomorrow it's like no today 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 and i absolutely love that so yeah huge shout out justice you're a killer you're crushing it um and uh, we're just going to keep gaining more confidence more energy more strength more muscle um, less fat and all that amazing stuff yeah and if you're listening to this and it's resonating to you you're like oh you know i wish i get those kind of results or i wish i could do this you know we would love to help you no matter your situation we got people right now that are teachers that are at the start of the school year that it's like a bunch of work it's a big challenge nurses people that do construction doctors all these different types of people you know like it's about implementing it into your life and you know you get a coach for most things right like if you actually think about it any sport uh you know you want to improve your resume you get someone to coach you through it like all these different things you know it's just such an oversight to not look at the benefit of having a fitness coach even you though you might not be an athlete maybe you are an athlete having a coach to help you see the most for your nutrition for your health for your fitness you know you only get one body you want to take care of it you want to be on top of that and we would love to do that for you so if you want to start your body recomp dm us saying body recomp to at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t on instagram and there you know if you want to take off unwanted fat add new lean muscle have more confidence have more energy sleep better just be an all-around upgraded person when it comes to fitness, health, and happiness. You know, that is what we do for a living. That is what we have helped over nearly 1,500 people with so far, which is absolutely exciting. And we definitely want to get that going for you. So be sure to DM us, Body Recomp, on Instagram, at Colossus Fit. Once again, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. You'll see the same kind of uh, podcast cover as our Instagram photo there, which is absolutely awesome. But that was a really great start to today's episode. Now we're going to jump into your questions. And this is a really fun one you know i think we got some really interesting questions this week so i hope everyone's really excited and you know a special shout out to everyone who took some time to submit their questions it really does mean a lot so number one and this is from christy is i work really long work days 12 hours in brackets and i find it hard to get the motivation to go to the gym and stay on top of my diet what would you recommend i do 
Man, this is uh this is a bit of a tough one. I'm just kind of sitting here thinking. I'm like, what 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 would I do? So I think one thing that's important that I've actually like had tons of clients who have just worked really really long days. Um, I I know there are quite a few people who prefer to just get up earlier in the morning. Uh, I know it's tough. Like I'm not exactly sure the the exact work hours, but let's say it's you know 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That that is tough, right? But so we kind of just look at the morning. Like I'm gonna start talking about the gym. I mean, I've had literally hundreds of clients who send me screenshots, who tell me in their check-ins, hey, I get up before, I get up before 30. Um, you know, this is my favorite part of the day. I get to the gym. You know, we see just different clients, even some of them that are working with Coach Armando, uh, um, you know, just crushing it as well and just showing like, hey, listen, we're in the gym at this time, right? So there is that option. And I tr- do truly believe, and we can talk about this in the next question, but that will help you set yourself up for success. You make better eating decisions during the day. You feel so much better. You have better interaction. So there is that option, but even on the opposite end of the spectrum, I do believe it is tough. Like let's say, you know, finish at six or seven and it is also situational, like whether you have kids or whether you have to just get home and take care of different obligations and whatnot. But like, I always try to reframe the mindset, even myself when I just really don't want to do it. I always just think about how good I'm going to feel after because even like someone who says, Hey, like if it's from an energy standpoint and here she says, I don't, um, I find it hard to get motivation. So I don't believe it's like, you know, just, you have other obligations. Um, I just think, okay, man, if I go home, and just lay down and do nothing I'm just gonna feel like a potato I'm gonna feel worse it's not gonna actually relax me um, especially the type of person I am but if I actually get myself to the gym and even just you know what I'm gonna start with 10 minutes you know the classic 10 minute rule that we talk about the five minute rule if I start to do this workout and start to warm up and stuff and don't feel good I'm gonna go home but I guarantee you just kind of looking in the long run of like okay by 9 p.m. once I accomplish this how am I gonna feel that alone I feel like helps me every single time when I don't want to go for a run when I don't want to work out, when I don't want to stretch, when I don't want to go for a walk, I just think of how it's going to leave me feeling. So once again, I know it's a bit of a tougher situation, but these are the things that I would start to look at and just kind of play around with, okay, am I a morning person? Um, You know, how does it leave me feeling? Um, You may find that by doing that when you get to go home and then just chill, then you feel accomplished and feel so much better. So that's kind of a long answer for the gym stuff, but those are my biggest recommendations. Yeah, I've had the opportunity to work with a bunch of nurses and you know, the one thing I recommend for them is when you get your schedule, look at your calendar and start figuring times you think you can get to the gym, plug them in there, at least have them and you know, just make a point to at least uh, kind of go out and get that going. And by doing that it makes it so much easier. On top of that, having a coach really does help because, you know, at the end of the week, we do weekly video check-ins, which is absolutely awesome. So, you know, by having someone to say like, oh, I got to check into this person, I need to be on top of it, you know, it can go such a long way and it can, you know, just be absolutely great to holding you accountable, which can be absolutely awesome. You know, maybe even having a friend at work who's in a similar situation or speaking with someone who has the same job as you that's crushing their fitness and nutrition, you know, hey, how do you do it? How do you make it work? And for most people, the answer is you got to get up a little bit earlier, just kind of get it done because motivation will dwindle after a 12-hour workday, you know, and it's easier just to go to bed when you're tired than it is to drag yourself to the gym. So, you know, get to bed on time get up, get that workout done. And, you know, for some people too, you know, my advice is if like you just want to be on top of it and you don't care to be the world's most shredded, jacked and uh, muscular person, you know, you, there is a lot of benefit to even just getting out there for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or really just taking advantage with the time you have and just making a point to kind of stay active. Maybe on that break, uh, you know, just walk around, you know, find different ways to move and find a way to kind of implement it in your life. And that will make it a lot easier. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I've always said like if I had just intense work hours and whatnot, like I'd, I'd always just get it done in the morning because I just feel like I personally think about it throughout the day. And especially when things pop up and it's like, you know, you finish the day and your friend says, hey, you want to meet up? Or like, you know, just it, like the day, it's kind of like a gas tank, just the entire willpower and everything just gets so like drained by the end of it. So, you know, some people can do a good 8 p.m. workout, but I've never been that type of person. So I do believe that like, whether it's getting up at four or four thirty, five o'clock, like, you know, and just an early bedtime, you'll feel a, a hundred times better. But nutritionally, like this is a great question as well. It's just, it always comes down to planning ahead, like, you know, 12 hours. Um, you know, I would just say packing your lunch ahead of time, like kind of just assessing the situation, just like anything. Thing and being like, okay, you know, maybe um, after if I get my workout in the morning, I'm going to have like a little smoothie afterwards, you know, um, having to prepare for that should only take a few minutes. Um, and then for lunch, maybe just like, a, you know, and once again, you can fast for the 12 hours, that's totally fine. And then eat afterwards. Um, some people do that, some people don't, but I always just love like, having some sort of like preparation, um, and just being able to, you know, if, if there's a nice, healthy, store near you you can always do that on your lunch break but at the same time um you know just packing something that you can heat up or you know doing some meal prep on sunday like i think everything comes down to preparation so you know especially because if you bring nothing to work um i find most people oh you know, um, donuts are brought in the afternoon. Okay. I'm hungry. I'm going to have three of them. Right. And we end up just like, I always love having something there, whether I bring a protein bar, um, an apple, a banana, um, maybe some peanuts or something like, you know, just to kind of tide me over, even if it's snack wise, but I just really recommend bringing some sort of healthy lunch, even if it's a few hundred calories and going from there. Absolutely. And that's a great transition to our next question, which is, I am the furthest thing from a morning person, but I feel like it's the best time to get my workouts done. What tips do you have to help me be accountable and actually do workouts in the morning? So one thing I was even thinking about for the uh, last question is if you can get a workout buddy that that helps um, a ton, by the way, you know, whether it's you have to, you know, connect with someone in the gym or just reach out to a friend or whatever it is that alone will help a ton. Um, I think personally, just once again, beginning with the end in mind, you know, one of the favorite quotes or tips from uh, seven habits of highly effective people is just, yeah, like, you know, just knowing how the day is going to go afterwards. But I always go back to the different things. Even myself, I I've kind of battled here here and there like I usually try to get out um, at about 6 or 6 30 like not for my strength training workouts but for the runs that I'm doing and I feel like I've been kind of like struggling a little bit lately um, so I had to go back to the basics and like you know just realize okay my alarm clock needs to be uh, you know across the room or in a different room I've actually been putting in a different room which has been helpful um, so that way I have to get up you know start chugging some water uh, kind of just like you know get get my legs moving and everything like that um, so that's been that's been super helpful but not like not giving yourself the option especially to go back to bed I find like I'll, I'll hear people say, Hey, I've like, hit the snooze button 20 times, or that's like the first step alone. And then just put it in my schedule. I find when it's in there, um, it just, you know, it becomes that much more real. You know, if I look into my calendar, people are like, man, you put like your driving time in there. You put your deep work time in there, your walking time, your meditating time, my massage time, um, my live stream call, like everything is in my schedule. So when I look at it, I know exactly, okay, I got to get it done. And it's just a non-negotiable. So there's like the biggest things that have helped me over the years, but um, that's a really good question. Yeah, that's absolutely awesome. And, you know, I, I'm not going to add much. I'm just going to say, you know, if you want to do it, just really want to do it. You know, you yeah. got to give it time. You can't expect to love it after a couple of days, after a week, maybe not even after a month. It takes time to really adjust, you know, especially if you've been someone who sleeps in, someone who doesn't go in the morning, someone who's not a morning person. You know, like my biggest advice to get up in the morning is to give yourself a reason to. Like, 
I have no problem getting out of bed ever because I'm like, oh, I gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this. And I'll make sure I know what I need to do the day before. I'll go to bed easy. I'll say, I'm gonna tackle that tomorrow so I can rest my head easy. But in the morning, I'm like, okay, I got stuff to do. I got somewhere to be. Gotta meet up with Kyle at this time to go crush a workout, film some content. And it makes it uh, that much easier for me, which is pretty cool. Whereas when you have no idea what you're doing, you have nowhere to be, nothing to do, you know, you're just, you're just going to want to lay in bed. You're going to want to stay there and like even sometimes give yourself something to do, right? Like even the other day, Tuesday, me and Kyle don't work together and I, I was like, you know what? I want to get some stuff done. I'm going to go to this coffee shop from nine to 11. I'm going to get all my work done. I'm going to spend some time reading Then I'm going to go get lunch at this. And like, you know, I started to formulate a little day for myself. It's not things I had to do, but I felt good because of it. And I got a lot done. It was super productive. And like, you know, by doing that, it makes it easier. And by even knowing like, Hey, I want to get the gym, I want to get all my workouts in, you know, you start to piece this together. It makes a lot more sense. So know exactly what time you're going to go to the gym, where you're going to go to the gym, what you're going to train. And I'll help you spring out of bed. Yeah. Even what you're going to wear, like even just as small as it is, I was going to say optimizing your space. So like, you know, just you have things laid out. Like if you, you know, whether you have a coffee machine that turns on or like you leave your pre-workout out so you can see it and be like, okay, that's the stuff or leaving your running shoes by the door. Like those things are also huge. And then one last thing. And by the way, those were great tips that Josh said. I I 100% love them and agree with all of them um, is to, uh, you know, even when I had a client, uh, Gavin, he sent me screenshots for two weeks um, for his transition to be able to do the morning workouts uh, and he had to be in there for 5 a.m. I just remember the Planet Fitness photos uh, every single day or at least five days a week. So what I'm saying here is just getting some accountability and saying like, you know, I had my one friend, uh, he's like, yo, I'm going to do a morning workout. I'm like, all right, uh, send me a photo at like uh, Good Life at 6 a.m. And he sent it. I'm like, yo, sweet. So having it, telling people that it's going to happen and actually making it more public and sharing it and having the accountability and even a coach, obviously, as we always refer back to is so game changing because at the end of the week, you're like, yo, um, a lot of my clients are saying, hey, I want to start doing two to three home workouts. Shout out to Amber right now that last week she wanted to do two morning workouts. This week she wants to do three. So she's made it public and she's told someone who actually cares. And I believe that goes such a long way as well. Next question is from Alexa. Good morning. I am a student athlete and I participate in the high jump and my coach is always commenting about how I need to have abs. I take my coach's advice very seriously and I've tried so many things to get abs, including extra workouts, changing my diet, and even looking to get off my birth control to see if it's a hormonal problem preventing me from having abs. I was wondering if there's anything else you would recommend so I can make more progress in this area. So, I mean, this is a very, very interesting question. So, I... It's it's a tough one. I mean, I obviously don't know the full situation. My first question, and I'm curious to see Josh's thoughts as well, is just like from personal experience of being an athlete and, and everything is just, I'd have to ask why why she has to have abs. Um, I do believe having a strong core and just being an athlete and a high jumper and everything like that um, is super important, right? You have to be strong. You have to be able to brace. You have to be able to perform well. But I've, from my personal experience, have never believed that having a true six pack, aside from stepping on stage for bodybuilding, is something that's going to truly help with performance. Now, I'm just here to be completely honest. If someone were to come, uh, my best friend, and say this exact situation to me, that's the way I like to answer these questions, right? So that's going to be my first thing. But of course, we do want to answer this question and kind of talk more about the true reasons why people aren't getting abs. I'd say one of the biggest things, and this is where Josh made an incredible post the other day um, with him just absolutely shredded, is that too many people are just focused. That's all they care about is just abs, 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 right? I think you said, you know, you used to do tons of crunches and then look in the mirror and then just be like, why don't I have abs, right? Yep. So like 
that's one of the things is just, it's kind of like it takes time, right? And I feel like, and this was one of the greatest quotes I ever saw is when you're too focused on the results and like, that's all you're focused on, you don't end up actually getting that result. I don't remember what the exact quote was, but I feel like sometimes we put too much precedence and too much stress and too much just like, I guess, yeah, pr- like pressure on us that, that that's all we're focused on when instead we kind of focus more on just being healthy and just making like just the right decisions and being in a calorie deficit. And then each day you're just like looking in the mirror and you're just kind of stressing yourself out. And even if that's the case, I don't believe you'll ever be able to kind of be happy with where you're at because you're always like every day you're looking in the mirror, like I want better, I want better, I want better. But my biggest thing is just that I'd say that's one main reason, but even past that people don't want it for the right reason, right? So if you actually want abs and you want a six pack and everything like that and you have the right reason in mind the truth is the reason here is just to make your coach happy that's what it sounds like is like hey my coach says he wants me to do it i'm taking him seriously but i just truly don't believe like if you actually understand and have the deeper why okay here's where my life's going to get better here's why i want to do it here's just and you have everything laid out there versus just like oh i've been told that i need to have it and you start to understand like why it is that it's going to actually be beneficial i'd say that's just the biggest thing because in the past i've tried to get abs but i haven't wanted it because, you know, someone else was just like, hey, you should get it. And like, you know, just like, oh, it'd look cool for this. But like, I've never had that deep why. And um, if you ever want to try something, I'm going to actually link down below. It's called the seven layers deep. So basically, this is where you ask yourself um, why seven times. So it's, for example, someone says, I want to have abs, right? And then you say, why, why, why? You ask yourself seven times, like whatever your fitness journey is or whatever your fitness goals are. And it's a pretty powerful um, strategy to just figure out the deeper meaning. It might go back into being something pretty deep as to uh, why you want to do something. But I thought this was powerful as well. It's a very good question. I'm just, it's, it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah. Coach KG killed it here. You know, there's so much that goes into it for the most part abs, you know, is going to be a bit, uh, be centrally about being in a big enough deficit to be lean enough to have them. Everyone can have them. Some people have more visible abs. There are some things you can do to get a little bit more of a blockier look. And, you know, we actually have a full episode on abs and kind of our top advice for getting them. And I would really encourage you to listen to that. I haven't seen this particular person's photos or what they look like. So if I was able to see, I could probably say, you know, but chances are most people are a little bit higher body fat, but um, it is kind of random. I think some uh, trainers in particular people, uh, you know, it's funny, actually, I had someone over at my house and I was watching UFC and then she was like, uh, oh, like, uh, this isn't fair. Like, this dude's so jacked compared to this other guy. And I'm like, honestly, you'd be surprised. Most yeah. of the time, the least jacked guy is the guy that wins, right? Like, you know, muscles have application, but they're also heavy. They can weigh you down. Like, you know, like it's just easy, I think, for people to say, oh, you need to look aesthetically good or you need to have this, you know, particular compositional look or something like that, right? And even I remember my hockey coach was so obsessed with abs and, you know, core training. It's like, for what? You know, like there's people that, you know, were like literally way bigger that just looked, uh, you know, that performed better, that did way more. So, you know, there's there's more layers to it. And I just continue to focus on being a better athlete and living a healthy, healthier lifestyle. And you'll see more and more that they will come and you know with anything too you know being consistent and training for longer and being consistent with these things more and more will help you maintain that look and really maintain that long-term compositional change so go ahead yeah no like that's so so accurate and like i was just gonna say because josh brought up some really good points is you have to ask yourself like if you know for you to get you know that six pack in the abs like it's possible you might have to go to let's say 1300 calories but you perform your best at 1800 that's where you know just your workouts are the best and your strength is the best like i, I love how you brought that up about what that girl said about just like oh it's unfair because you know i just i, I feel like there's very few cases where just having a chiseled six pack actually does like it doesn't equal a 
being a better athlete, right? You know, once again, you look better, you know, you just, you have just a a better, you know, looking tighter stomach and everything. And like, you know, when you're a fighter, it's like, oh man, that guy's shredded. But man, I just, I feel like a lot of people are kind of obsessed with it, but it doesn't exactly help as much as, uh, as much as people think, right? You know, whether I'm 8% or 12%, um, I don't believe that will make a a big difference in terms of just how I perform, especially for, for sports, right? Um, So that was a very interesting question. Yeah. And some people can handle being leaner than others. Some people naturally set more leaner and yeah you got to really lean into what's best for you especially for sport composition should be like uh you know definitely not your primary concern but if you want to listen to that ab episode we will have that linked in the show notes once again you can dm body recomp to start your transformation to really just you know living your best life and fitness health and happiness thank you so much everyone for listening it really means a lot you know if you if you made it all the way here and you love this episode please share it to your instagram story and tag us at Colossus fit uh you know that'd really mean a lot and we love seeing people you know shout out this uh you know just our podcast on their story it means a ton and brings in some new listeners which is absolutely awesome so thanks so much for tuning in once again we'll see you in the next one peace out